This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. All right, Brian, uh, we've got the Eagles coming up this week, the 5-0 Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, I got to be honest, when I turned on the tape, I I was maybe partially expecting, and maybe I'll turn this on, I'll see some smoke and mirrors. Yeah, This is a good football team. And and, uh, we'll we'll preview them here a little in depth during the segment. Before we do that, I've got to say thank you to our wonderful sponsor, Boomer Jacks. Boomer Jacks is the spot. I'm a little a little annoyed we're having to record this here on Wednesday night because it means I'm missing half-price boneless wings at Boomer Jacks. Uh, but I did get my Tuesday fix in. So Tuesday, it's it's half-price bone-in wings. Wednesday, it's half-price boneless wings. It is a perfect spot for whatever type of vibe you're looking for. So if you're looking for a spot to hang out with coworkers, have happy hour, Boomer Jacks is a great spot. If you're looking for somewhere to watch the games with uh, your buddies, follow along through fantasy football team over the weekend, watch some college football, whatever, Boomer Jacks is the spot. If you're just looking for somewhere to have, you know, dinner with the family, you know, it's a, it's a tough time. Everybody's working. They're tired. Maybe you don't want to make dinner. You just want to go out and get it. You can take the family to Boomer Jacks, and it is the perfect place. Cold drinks, wall-to-wall TVs, live music. Boomer Jacks is the spot around DFW. And there are 17 DFW locations, so I promise there's one near you. You can look for your location at boomerjacks.com. So, Brian, as we look at this Eagles football team, I, I guess broadly, first question for you here, what part of the Philadelphia Eagles is most concerning to you heading into this weekend? I think the quarterback has improved. When we started this podcast, we were saying when the division was, we're talking about the teams in the division, it kind of felt like that the Cowboys had the advantage at quarterback with Dak Prescott over Jalen Hurts. And because the rosters were pretty equal when you look at all the other the areas, um, but that's not the case now. You know, Jalen Hurts is he's clearly better than what Cooper Rush sure. is right now. Yeah. So they're gonna they're gonna lead that battle. You know, but overall though, the roster still is I think pretty even in a lot of ways. Um, you know, they've got some guys that banged up. You've got some guys that are banged up. You know, both teams will like to try and run the football if they can. Their quarterback is. I think the thing that will make the difference for them or they have to will hang their hat on is their quarterback has found a way to be more efficient from the pocket. Yeah. And he's they're, they're know, number one in the NFL in net yards per attempt. Yeah. See, so that when you when you start to talk about that, I kind of feel like watching them, you need to make him play backwards. Yep. And when 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 Jalen Hurts is pressured, that's that's problematic for him, you know, because He's one of those guys that when pressured this season, if you're one of those folks that believe in analytics, his record is his his, you know, he's 16 of 38 passing, which is right about 42%. Yeah. For about 200 yards, it's 5.3 yards a, 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 an attempt. And he doesn't have any touchdowns. So to me, if you can make him play backwards, and I mean, you know, in the pocket, you want to keep him in the pocket. He can still make good throws from the pocket, but his mechanics really break down when he's going backwards. Yeah. You know, he, if he's attacking the line or throwing on the outside, he made a great throw 
in the uh, Arizona game last week where he was rolling to his left and threw the ball yeah. back to the middle of the field. And you're like going, man, that, that thing should have probably been intercepted, but he had enough on it where it got to Smith and, you know, they were able to make the reception there. So he, he's one of those guys that, you know, the, the, the things that you worry about is him running the ball and, and, you know, the, the RPO stuff, remember the, the giants game when they came out and Daniel Jones, they throw, they do an RPO where he fakes the inside handoff. Then he sprints to the edge. Yeah. And then as the defense collapses, he throws the ball to the flat. You know, there's a receiver yeah. on the sidelines and now it's like a 12 yard, which looks like a negative player, no gain to, and that's what you can get with Jalen hurts too. You can get that ability, uh, to, to make those RPO throws he could throw a deep ball. I mean, they 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 completed some they've completed some deep balls, uh, yeah. you know, this season. So there's a lot of things he's doing well that he hadn't done. Say now they don't take a lot of shots. They can't no. do it, but but yeah, they, they don't take a lot of shots. They're they efficient don't. with them. They're though. very efficient with their shots. And what they want to do is they want you to believe that we're running short pass, short pass, running short pass, short pass, running, and then all of a sudden. You know, then then all of a sudden they're Take a shot. they're taking a shot on you down the field, sort of a and, little yeah. bit, a little bit almost like how well, they they've played Cooper Rush here in Dallas, yeah, where where you're taking advantage, you're you're just picking your spots right. to push the ball down. Well, the and then they got guys like you know, this Kez Kez Watkins is a, is a flyer on the outside, and so you know with Brown, well, you with see Smith, DBs having to hold Watkins and yeah, grab at him as yeah. he's running by. I mean, he's got that kind of speed. Yeah. So yeah, you've you've got to be alert of. It's short, it's short, it's running, it's short, and then all of a sudden there's a deep shot down the field on it. And, you know, and after, you know, the, the Cowboys, after what they saw and you know, when you're watching the Eagles watching the film, you know, last week against the Rams, and a deep shot down the field in that yeah. game that went on, on went on digs that was pretty successful. They uh, the, the Eagles are, are really banged up on the offensive line right they now. Are. All three of their interior offensive linemen are dealing with ankle injuries. Um, you've got Jordan Mailata at left tackle who has been dealing with a shoulder injury. I, the little bit I've seen him play this year, he, he obviously has, has been hurt the last couple weeks. He hasn't been great, actually. No. I, I don't think I don't think my lot has looked great. No, but but Jack Driscoll has stepped in, has has played for them at left tackle the, the last couple weeks. It remains to be seen if my lot is going to be ready. If my lot is not ready, or even if he is, I tell you, what, I, I take think my lot and Driscoll after. are are the left tackle is is the yeah. susceptible point that yeah. the Cowboys need. To Absolutely, I totally agree with you, on, especially if Driscoll Driscoll's playing over there because he doesn't have the power. The thing, if I'm Mike McCarthy, I'm going up to the officials before the game. They, this team gets a lot. They get penalties on illegal man downfield because they're a big screen team. Yep. So, you know, I would remind the officials, hey, these guys like to get downfield. Keep an eye on that. But I'd also say something about something about Jordan Maialata, how deep he lines up in the backfield. He gets really off yeah. the line. And I'm like, if I'm Mike McCarthy, I'm like, hey, watch – Watch number 68. He lines up a little deeper than most normal tackles do. And I, I bet that becomes even more prominent, more accentuated if he's got somebody like Micah. Yeah, he's exactly. Because it's the, there's the... Well, the one thing that's great about this is that, that Lane Johnson and Tank Lawrence have battled a lot. Yeah, Lane and, Johnson's still a very good player. He is a very good player. Solid player. He is a good player, but Tank knows how to break him down. Yeah. He really, really he's does. Had, he's had success against Yeah, him. so, you know, like I say, Driscoll's in there for Maialata. At sixty three in there for sixty eight. So, and I, you know what, I make I make uh, Jason Kelsey have to have a man on his nose, whether it's on head up on the shoulder. 
don't let him be scoop, reach, pull right. guy. Don't let him lead because they're going to try and run the ball. I mean, we, we talk about the one thing. It, for the Cowboys, it's not inside runs that give them the problem. It's the edge. It's the perimeter runs. Yeah. So perimeter runs mean get Kelsey on the out in, the, out in space, let him block, soft corner, get the ends hooked. You know, Dallas Goddard can block a little bit. Yeah. And that's another thing we need to get into. If you ask me who is the guy you're really, really the most worried about, I'm worried about Dallas Goddard because what happens is this team runs a lot of screens, wide receiver screens, delayed screens for the, the tight end. It's block 1,001, 1,002, 1,000. Now release. release and, yeah. and now now you've got guys already up the field. you got blockers in front, and now the ball is to him. And it's usually when he's on the left side. It's usually when he's on the offense's right. He's on the de- on the on the uh, on the excuse me on the offense's left. The defense is right. They throw a screen for some reason. Their screen game always goes to their left with him. So if you see him in line or as a wing over there, be ready for a screen. They get they get they have a negative play or a no gain, and then the next thing you know, they throw a screen and it goes for twelve yards. And it's because of of stuff. But the, the Cowboys now here again. If you're nerdy on numbers as well. You're in a situation, too, where the Cowboys have done a really, really nice job of dealing with uh, tight ends. Yeah. They have, they've allowed a league low four yards per target to opposing tight ends this year with zero touchdowns. Which has not always been the case. They've struggled with tight ends. They have the struggled past. past. So evidently, they know Dan Quinn has a plan, whether it's going to be Wilson, Curse, Hooker. You know, somebody is going to take these tight ends. and. I, again, Dallas Goddard, I would, man, whatever you have to do to sl- slow him down, make sure you're doing that. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And look, I, like I, I, I have concerns about what Miles Sanders can do. Yeah, uh, Jalen Hurts is playing a lot better, and obviously he can threaten you with his legs. And, and they've got talent. They guys. stress you a little bit. Devonte, the you know, Devonte Adams, Devonte Smith, yeah. AJ Brown, Dallas Goddard, Miles Sanders, Jalen Hurts. These are good football players. I, I don't know that. I see an offense that's more than the Cowboys can handle, though. Even though they're very talented, I still feel like. Dallas's personnel matches up pretty well to be able to hold them in check as long as they execute. Well, it's going to be about playing with discipline in this game because of the RPOs. Hertz is a really good ball handler. Yeah. You know, he really is. I mean, he's he not is, reckless. Yeah. He is a good, uh, like, read it, read it, read it, pull, read it, read it, give. It's been his game for yeah, a long time. He has done that. He's yeah. really, really good at it. And especially when they get down in the red zone, they'll just flat run him. They'll just run him. This power sweep running with the ball and stuff like that so to me it, it is all about if, if you can get hits on this guy too you know if he's going to run the ball and he's going to and you're going to be able to get hits by all means you should go for it yeah so i i feel like dallas's defense is in a good position and, and that, that i trust that dan quinn's gonna have a good game plan there what i'm concerned about is dallas's ability to score points in this game yeah and i'm concerned about blocking 
Hassan Reddick and Josh Sweat, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave. I'm, I'm concerned about getting separation against these corners that have been really good. James Bradbury, Darius Slay, Avante Maddox, Avante Maddox, who's also dealing with an ankle injury. Yeah. I, I'm concerned about this receiving core being able to get open on those guys. And, and I, I don't want a repeat of, you know, the Washington game where, where the, that really talented front was able to kind of control the line of scrimmage. So if Philly's able to control the line of scrimmage and the receivers aren't getting separation, it could be a really long day on offense. Uh, that's why I think a couple things are big. One, I don't know about you. I know a lot was made of the acquisition when they made it. I think Chauncey Gardner-Johnson has looked awful on tape so far. He, he I tell you what. He's missing tackles. Yeah. He's, he's it, Okay, covered. now let me let me say this, though. This, this is where this is where you have to kind of know what's going on mm-hmm. with with the teams that, you know, with, with who you're playing. Yep. Because I, I, I know I know for a fact when, and Mike McCarthy even brought it up uh, this morning, and he's talking about John Hussey as the official this week in this game. Mm-hmm. And and I was just kind of going through, I was just going through, uh, you know, my my notes about John Hussey, and you know, and what and what you can expect, you know, from his crew. And so let me just real quick, if I can, read yeah. read what we got. When you get John Hussey as one of your as one of your uh, officials for the game. Now, how does he impact the game? See, so this is where this is what he does. Hussey is called the uh, is called less than fifty percent of overall penalties on home teams every season since two thousand seventeen. Hussey's called the second fewest penalties per game in two, in twenty twenty two, but he's called the most the second most unnecessary roughness penalties. He's tied for the most illegal contact penalties in twenty twenty two, and the and. The, the Eagles have not been penalized for an illegal contact in 2022, but he's also tied for the fourth most pass interference penalties per game. And the Eagles and the Cowboys have not been penalized much through those categories. So if this game, if this game gets called tight, the Eagles hold you, you could see, yeah. you could see with the way that they play, the way that they cover and driving on the ball, there's a lot of grabbing. There's a lot of hand fighting. There's a lot of pulling when you run routes across the field. There's a lot, you know. It, the Arizona game was a great example of that. And you and you mentioned guys like you talk about with uh John, with uh, Gardner Johnson in the yeah. way that he's playing. He's a grabby guy. Bradbury could be a grabby guy. Slay is really Slay's, is uh, really yeah, a grabby been, guy. That's been Slay's whole so game. all of a sudden though, you get into a game. Where and it's gonna it's gonna be on the Cowboys too, not to get called for you know the holding penalties sure. or pass interference penalties like that. But if you know that John Hussey's crew, this might be an advantage for the Cowboys in this football game. That they that they, that because the you're right when you watch these guys on tape, there is a lot of grabbing going on. It just hadn't been called. How critical is Kellen Moore going to be in this football game? Because I feel like he's going to have to get really creative for this offense to get going. I think he, I, I, I do. And you got to, and what you got to hope for is some short fields, some three and outs, maybe. I, I mean, the, the Eagles are one Take of the, the be- ball away, which the, the Eagles yeah. have not turned it over this year. All of a sudden, you maybe you get a kickoff return, you get good field position, you take advantage of a punt return. Yeah, you know something, something creative is. But I, I, Kellen Moore is always going to be important. He's always going to be important because he's going to be the one that can, I mean, Cooper Rush is going to do whatever Kellen Moore tells him to do. It, it's like, hey, check with me this pass, this run, run the ball. 
check with me, this run, this run, run the ball. You know, he's always going to, he's, I think that, that that's the thing. Cooper Rush is going to do whatever Kellen Moore sends into the game. Yeah. So that's where I think the importance I mean, I think in. there's very little, he's got kills he can make, but that's sure. about it. Uh, last little note here for you before we go into the mailbag. Uh, I think this is interesting right here, and, and it's over a, a pretty sizable sample size, Brian. Uh, when offenses run to the right side, so they're running to Philly's left. Right. Philly is allowing 3.3 yards per carry on 32 attempts. The 37 attempts to the left side of the offense, the right side of the Eagles defense, six and a half yards per carry. So they're allowing double on the right side of their defense yeah. what they allow on the left side. Is the ground game going to be the best way for the Cowboys to try and attack the Eagles? I think I think it will be. You know, and to me, it's it's they've done a really good job with the rotation because they've got you know Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave is still a really good player. Jordan Davis is a is a hard guy. Now I I've say this: they, there's people that have turned Jordan Davis. I mean, like sure. all of a sudden, like you know, he's a good straight ahead player. When you run it on the edge on the outside, he's struggled a little bit to get out there and get on the outside. He's uh, a big guy. Yeah, he is a really <laughs> big guy. But they've done a good job. I mean, I think that to me, it's you say about Brandon Graham, uh, Sweat, Hassan Reddick, Reddick. Yeah. yeah, those guys. I, I think that you know, taking it, you know, kind of caving things down, pulling some guys around, get some guys in space, see if you can make it happen that way. You are listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast, and you can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.